what is going on guys welcome into episode 50 whatever of the scope uh i'm crash and this is buff how you doing man good good to be here happy monday everybody love uh look forward to the show like all day <laughs> so i'm glad to be here yeah same stuff to talk about yeah yeah seth has uh seth was asking me in chat if i'm feeling good i was allegedly going to get a tooth fixed today um i was talking to buff just before we went live i'm trying i'm trying not to laugh because it <laughs> Because of this video that I found on Twitter, <laughs> like just before we went live, I found this on Twitter. So we're going to talk about it in a second. It's funny. Sorry, podcast listener. You're not going to be able to see it, but we'll try to describe it to you. It's pretty funny, dude. So yeah, part of my molar, uh, like a whole entire corner of my tooth just left the chat, uh, called it a day and took off <laughs> on Friday and my dentist was closed and I called him and they're like, oh, it'll be fine until Monday. And I was like, will it? Okay. <laughs> I guess. So then they didn't have room for me today, so I got to go tomorrow. I haven't got it fixed yet. I hate the dentist. I am dreading it. But, yeah, there's like a whole chunk of my molar that's just Audi 5000. So, yeah, it sucks. Dude, I hate, uh, the, I hate the dentist so sounds, much. That sounds fun. Yeah, I actually haven't been to the dentist in quite a while. Last time I went, they did some cavities, and uh, I ended up getting, like, they're supposed to, like, obviously you're, they're drilling in, right? And they're supposed to be, like, rinsing you out and all that stuff and definitely like some of the bacteria like didn't get rinsed out and i ended up getting i never really get sick and i got like i got like sick as as hell for a good like five days just like fever fluish and so <laughs> i just was like eh, well, I, hold go, on. I don't feel like being down for a week quite yet i go twice a year for the cleanings and stuff and then sometimes they find cavities not very often uh but Oh man, when they and it could be it could be a giant conspiracy because the tooth broke because it had a filling like in the center of it, so it, like weakened the sides. Oh, they get you coming back, huh? It's a big dentist conspiracy. They put a little, they put a little fucking time bomb right in my tooth, and she went off this weekend. <laughs> giant conspiracy, dentists are out to get you. No, they're good people. Maybe, maybe I don't know. they're trying to do good. How was your weekend, man? What's up? What's going on? Uh, it, it was, uh, it was good. Shout out. To, I was quick shout out to Sono Cochilli. I'm definitely butchering that name for the, uh, super chat. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Uh, I did have, yeah, I had a good weekend played, um, got some workouts in Saturday was pretty sick. Had some buddies over. We watched the, uh, the basketball games on, on that TV. And then we watched the Royal rumble on that TV. Nice. So we had and then we had uh super smash going on the other tv that you can't see so we were we were having a good time it was it was a good saturday and then i of course played uh we had a banging uh dmz live stream friday night got some really good games in yesterday too so i i had a, I had a relaxed fun weekend how about yourself yeah pretty good um i was just kind of like a little wiener all weekend complaining to my wife about my tooth and how scared i was so like i was just a complete little whiner um all weekend but uh yeah it was pretty good it got cold as balls here today and like yesterday we had a front come through so i've just been kind of sitting inside oh, i've been playing a lot of battlefield 5 man oh i gotta mm, you have oh. been yeah I've been, I've been seeing some of your twitter clips uh pretty pretty crazy you Dude, I had the cigar 
Yeah, yeah. You, you. I had some people reach out to me, and they're like, "Yeah, I, I uh, been seeing like Crash Play Battlefield Five, so I downloaded it again." I was like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> oh man, yeah. Let's, yeah. We should play it whenever. It still feels so good. It's like the only reason, the only reason I really quit playing Battlefield Five was because the maps and stuff got old because they quit supporting it, so they could bring out the masterpiece that is twenty forty two, and uh, <laughs> which is totally understandable. And um. Yeah, so I gave it a break to let the maps kind of get fresh again, and I came back to it. And it's like it's like I never left, man. And then uh, my wife let me get this uh, smoke eater air purifier thing, so Ooh, I okay. I could smoke a cigar in the house every once in a while. So I'll have to do an episode of the scope, we'll program, uh, maybe checking out some cigars on the during the during the podcast would be pretty sweet. I remember it makes me think of like back in college where I would be smoking. We had the windows, so I would be playing like some Battlefield Three and smoking some substances. Um, you know, insert thing here. Um, and I vitamins. smoke those. Yeah, vitamin. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Um, the plant, you know, and uh, just play some Battlefield Three. Yeah, it's natural, and uh, I had a good time with that. So. I don't that's know awesome. why that triggered my memory there, but you you did it. <laughs> Smoking and playing video games, dude. It's worth that. Uh, but yeah. uh yeah i need to get i need to get sponsored by uh by like some super fancy uh smoke eaters and cigar companies and distilleries like one day that's it i mean Everybody- we 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 did have those crazy like uh marijuana ads running here for a little while that's as close that as i'll probably ever get one episode <laughs> <laughs> that's probably that's probably as close as i'll ever get because <laughs> i yeah if everybody like all the gamers are like trying to get g fuel sponsorships and you know scuff gaming and all that stuff man just i get some bourbon and some cigars to sponsor me we'll be uh we'll be doing it we'll be doing it right the closest i got was a supplement company which i think i'm actually still sponsored by but that'd be pretty I, awesome that was that was that was back in the the hardcore day of the bodybuilding instagram days dude now i keep I've laughing i moved on i keep laughing because i keep because i have obs in studio mode so i see the other screen i'm about to pull up but i keep seeing this oh, clip, God. Man. are you, see it, man. Are, are you ready. ready for this all right mm-hmm. so last week if you guys don't know we talked about youtube and how uh or week before last week, we had able last week which was a lot of fun he was awesome want to have him yeah, back if he wants to show that was super Loved fun it. um but we talked about YouTube and how they were like uh, demonetizing and giving creator strikes for loading a 30 round mag into a, into a rifle or something like that. Some silly stuff. Then we talked about how not safe content should be removed and mm-hmm. safe content showing respectable use of firearms should be okay. <laughs> this video, dude. All right, here you go. Here you go. Oh, God. I was just getting this, the channel set up and everything. So I pulled it up on Twitter and uh, this guy is like, trying to uh he's like trying to do like the crazy stuff where like i don't even what is he i don't know what he's doing like zombie apocalypse training or whatever dude it's so bad he like oh man it makes my voice like girl laugh i get high because like he has the gun and he sweeps his arm with his finger on the trigger like four times then when he reloads his mag he points the gun directly at his forehead and then did you see that one shot just randomly up into the air for good measure just negligent discharge like way up in the air and then he drops a knife and he's just like spinning around he's picking up mags off the ground and like it is the worst thing i've ever seen and i i don't know if i should laugh or cry i'm trying to look at that black target uh our our viewpoint to his his back right 
yeah or our bag right to see if i see <laughs> like an impact mark oh. i i can't tell if he's running blank i really hope he's running blank i hope some, so man they, they kind of <laughs> they kind of have a smoke pattern like blanks i can't tell for sure but yeah that, that's a lot of smoke for the smoke kind of poofs like like blanks instead of have like the when you shoot around it kind of like billows and rolls so i mean my <laughs> that's so dude, it's, it's so bad and he just the one the things that got me is like he has it and he's like sweeping his arm like four times oh my and god the, yeah and then the one where he just randomly shoots into the air and then when he's reloading he points it right at his face and he i like i like the multiple camera angles <laughs> And this so whole, ridiculous. and then he goes over his head. It's the worst oh, thing I've ever God. seen. Like this is the worst thing I've ever seen. If you guys, if you guys That's aren't bad. familiar with firearms, don't do remotely close to anything that this guy is doing ever. Yeah, like it's, I mean, what what you should do is there's some really good gun educational channels on YouTube. Oh wait, we can't. You can't show any educational stuff anymore. So I don't know. I guess go out to your local. Uh, well, I gotta get talking. this off the let's screen. Just, let's just not go there before we get banned. That's right. We're probably gonna get banned <laughs> at some point anyway. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. The funny yeah. part is this guy called him John Hick, and I thought that was pretty John cool. Hick. I love it. But guys, kids, stay in school and don't be John Hick. Yeah. And uh there's actually plenty of uh <laughs> we gotta we gotta start plugging like safety firearms courses after that because uh, good God. Yeah. If you are interested in firearms and don't know where to go. Go to your local local gun range, and I'm sure you can have lessons by someone that knows what the hell's yeah, going on. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of there's a lot of courses at your local gun range you can you can find. As long as they're not by that guy, you'll be you'll be good to go. If you see John Hick, turn it around, go the other yeah, way. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah. So so dumb. So dumb. Um. So yeah, that was funny. Totally unplanned, but I just saw that when I was getting stuff ready for the show. I, I don't know what that was. Oh, um, that's amazing. So anyway. I guess you want to talk about video games or the dentist? <laughs> I guess, I guess video games. All right. I, let's talk about, I suppose. Let's talk about video games, I guess. Might as well. So I don't know if you're uh, up on this as much as I am. Uh, COD season two, they announced resurgence today. And um, I just put out a video um, about stuff. I don't know if you had time to see it. It's okay. If not, I, I'll still be your friend. I did. Um, I did. I did watch it. Yep. I was yeah. listening to it while I was doing doing some work. It was kind of crazy. So it so. pretty much. I mean, it one hundred percent confirmed um, that that leak from a couple months ago is the new resurgence map. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I'm curious. I think we're supposed to get the full reveal tomorrow. They of said at least like the they, tech map, right? Yeah, the tech map. And I'm a, I'm afraid they're going to show what I showed in my video today. So. If yeah, you're interested sure. in having checked that out, like <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure, like I kind of spoiled it, but it's already been, yeah. it's already been talked about. Yeah, exactly. It's been out there for a while. But I figure, I figure we can pull it up uh, here in a little bit and talk about. It. I have the map Absolutely. ready to pull up in the trailer. But I, I feel like maybe we should back up just a little bit if we're gonna go in cr chronological order because mm. the DMZ wipe, right? Yes. Um. That's probably the biggest news that I knew would be related to you and your audience for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but they did. Did you see what they said today? 
I did, yeah. I, and so we're going to talk about it here. I'll have Let's a video up. I'll have a video up later tonight, going more in depth to it. But yeah, I want to. I would want to talk about this with you. So why don't why don't you open us up with that? Yeah, so uh, essentially, I guess let's let's hit DMZ first. I do have the blog pulled up, so we'll we'll go over everything in there here in a second, kind of react Perfect. to it. Um, yeah. But the first thing was the DMZ wipe, and it, at first, where they said, <laughs> "I'm such I'm so on the fence with this," and I am a hundred percent not sold on extraction modes at this point for me in particular. <laughs> um, I know a lot of people think it's the next big thing. I'm not a hundred percent sure, and I feel like kind of what happened with this release kind of showed a little bit of the flaws in the game mode. Um, but I, I think it can be done right, and, and they still might pull it off, and uh, we can talk about how I think that should go down. But um, mm -hmm. originally what they said, is, well, it is. They're going to wipe all your faction progress, so that's going to be wiped. And initially how it sounded, as reported by Charlie until in Modern Warzone, they did confirm that they were going to wipe the insurance slots. Well, a lot of people like Buff who have been unlocking them and just getting close to unlocking the last one, it's like, why should I play for this last <clears throat> month or so? Right. They got a lot of blowback on that, that they shouldn't do the insurance slots. And uh, today they came out and said that they are going to leave those alone. So you're going to keep those if you unlock them. They're not going to wipe that. So then I immediately, being devil's advocate, I flipped to the other side and I'm like, then what are you playing for? Like next season, why do you want to do the faction missions if you're not unlocking insurance slots? What are you? They're going to have, they have to put something better in there for, right. uh, for rewards. Cause, I mean, where do you stand on it? That's what I, you know, yeah, I agree. Like I, when the news originally broke last week, I was kind of, cause I had literally just unlocked my second slot there. So I was, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I, I got to do this all over again. Cause in, in that blog post, I'm sure we'll get into it. Like they said, basically like they're wiping the faction missions cause they're going to make them easier because they're too hard essentially. So like those of us that grinded to get that, those second and third slot, um it's like oh whoa so it's it was too hard but we put in the time to do it so i was a little upset about that um after i sat on a couple days i i i guess i can see it both ways so i after i sat on a few days i was comfortable with it and i said okay this is a beta if they're gonna wipe it and they're gonna add in if if they're going to add in a lot of stuff to this in season two and potentially get it out of beta or at least closer to out of beta then um then i'm okay with it because that would be fresh start new mechanics to the game maybe they're going to add um expand upon the inventory stashes things like that so it makes sense that we'd all start in a level playing field um so i was comfortable with it and then the news today I, they said they're not deleting the insured slot so i was uh i guess happy but also kind of indecisive because we're they don't really tell us anything else. And we have to wait for an additional blog post this week. So really, I think I look at it two ways, like, okay, good. But like you said, what are we playing for then? Cause that's really been what I was, have been playing for is those, those weapon slots. So new faction missions, they're going to be adding a new map. I'm sure there's going to be missions across the different maps, but you're right. I mean, there has to be something to play for because especially at this point going to the wipe we know that all the faction missions are going to be wiped um so i haven't i stopped doing any missions i'm just going in and hunting players at this point for the next two weeks because why would i continue to do missions that aren't going to count for anything at this point and then i'm not going to i'm not going to complete a tier five in that amount of time because it, it took quite a while to get that second slot so 
I guess I go both ways. Long, long roundabout answer there, but it really just depends on what they're going to be adding with this season two. I think it's a good thing, but also I do need, I do want something new to play for because I do have my second slot. Getting a third slot, I can't bring in really three primaries unless I have a backpack, and there'd really be no point of that. So there's got to be something else to play for. I completely agree. Yeah, uh, it, I'm the same way. I get caught in the middle of it. I see both. I see both ways, and um, it's just like, why do you? There's there's always the question that pops up for me is like, why am I playing this distraction mode? Like, why am I gonna play it? Um, I, yeah, yeah. Because it's like on one hand, thank you for not wiping him because it was a pain in the ass to earn them. But on the next one, if you already if you already have your three, if you already have your three slots, what are you doing? Like, what mm -hmm. are you unlocking with those? Because you're gonna get XP, XP, right. I guess. Which with without prestige anymore, XP is not really worth like what it used to be. Like if you're trying to get your prestige up, it doesn't really change how the game plays for you. And they just bottom line is 100%. If they're going to do it this way, that's fine. I totally get why they did it. Cause it would be such a bummer. Mm -hmm. It's like they have to do something with rewards. And, and I don't right. know. I don't know what that is. I don't know if yeah. it's, if it's weapon skins or stuff or operator skins that are super cool. Um, I, I so think far, that could be I think done. The reward, the, it can be done, but the rewards, I think, so far, like there's been a lot of blueprints and even some, there's been a few operator skins that are cool. Really, I can say like one that's cool by doing the weapons cases um, in Almazra, but the other like blueprints, the weapon blueprints, I don't really think there's been one weapon blueprint or any reward that I've gotten through DMZ that I've been like, wow, I'm so glad I got that. <laughs> so I think the rewards, yeah. they definitely got to step it up not just for the rewards but like in general for the content i mean there really hasn't been a new store bundle in like two weeks either so there's yeah they've got to add a lot more and i i, I it's so weird because you compare the blueprint rewards like remember the challenges in modern warfare 2019 there was like specific challenges to do to get a lot of blueprints day one um this is before uh warzone was even confirmed this was day one of release there was a lot of challenges to unlock blueprints there was like 20 plus they kept adding more um we don't have that this time around i guess it translates into dmz by doing different things and getting those blueprints but those blueprints really are are not appealing they're really they seem to be going with like the really goofy colorful type blueprints for the weapons this time around which you all know i love those bright purple and pink blueprints yep so <laughs> no i think um i think it would be i think it's totally doable though um, I know I talked bad about extraction type modes and we'll definitely talk about Tarkov here in a little bit. They made some great changes to gameplay this week. That was, that was absolutely astonishing to me that they changed the stuff. Yeah. Um, I think if they, yeah, if yeah, they, I saw that. if they keep the insurance slots and give people reason to do those missions, I think DMZ is on the right track. Um, instead of insurance slots, maybe you get like a super cool operator skin or a weapon blueprint. If you complete these missions, that's all I can think of right mm -hmm. now. I mean, even maybe COD points, even some of the, some of the currency would be cool to earn um for yeah. playing it like that um yeah to get some of those other skins that you want to buy from the store and um mm -hmm. yeah it just it just it can be done but they but they need to step it up with the reason like the rewards you get for the missions making them easier yeah whatever they said in the blog post yeah. i have it pulled up here that the later ones will still be difficult and that makes sense start out a little easier and then for the more experienced players when they get to the later tiers for the better rewards hopefully 
then it gets harder. So I don't really think they've been difficult though. I don't know what one how far you've gone with them, but there's really been the only there's really hasn't been anything difficult. It's more tedious. And I think the, the yeah. most annoying, I guess hardest one for me was finding vintage wine bottles. That took me like a couple days straight till I got my three total. But there really hasn't been anything that, that's been like very, very challenging. I think there's just some tedious things for sure. But you know, maybe they're gonna rework all that. Yep. And I mean, that, I, that, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, but that's part of the, that's part of the plus side of an extraction mode is the, the flexibility to play how you mm -hmm. want. You can decide to do those missions if you want you, or you can just exactly. go in and run around and kind of be, be dynamic with, you know, taking missions that are in game for XP or going around and hunting other players. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I get it. I think this is a good move. Um, and I've said before, uh, I did a full video on like, what I think they should add to DMZ, um, including like attachment loot mm -hmm. and uh, just up in, up in the loot and adding the crafting in from the campaign. Right. And uh, you've said, you know, adding a stash with some of the equipable items like the vest and stuff. Yeah. We'll be right on. So I think, yeah, I think they can figure it out. They're going to balance it. And I guess the good thing about them, either, either way you look at it, the good thing about them not wiping the insurance slots is at least they're listening. Because I, I could, the majority of people didn't want that to happen. So, I mean, at least yeah. you're listening. Yeah, that's a really, that's a good point. Um, modern uh, Warzone and Charlie Intel, like you said at, at the opening here, they both said, like, we spoke to Activision reps and the insured slot is going to be deleted. And they said that's what they were told. And I'm, I'm not doubting that that's what they were told and their source was, wasn't correct at the time. But I think that was also day one or two after the announcement. And I think every, like the overwhelming negative feedback to that caused them to pivot. And that makes sense. I mean, you know, that was a lot of hours I've put into DMZ. I think I've only played, I even played Warzone or multiplayer in well over a month at this point it's just been like every day every other day of straight dmz gameplay to get to that second slot and that's been my goal and i did it so that to like okay we're wiping it you know yeah um that I, I and i don't mind if they do it down the road i think it down the road that might be fine but you know the game's got to be further along so we're going to just have to wait and see what they do with all of this this time around yep Agreed, but I, I think they'll continue to improve on it. Sounds like they're listening. Um, some of the other stuff um, within the patch, they're working on audio. It uh, specifically targets PC players, which is awesome because there are some issues, at least on PC, that I know of with audio issues due to discrepancy in the number of channels. So, like, um, sometimes if your PC set to stereo, it won't be stereo. Also, there's times when there's only so many tracks that can play audio. So if there's a bunch of stuff going on, you won't hear things like gunfire and footsteps and stuff like that. So they're working on that, um, which is definitely good. UI, I will be looking at that. You know, I'll be waiting for that with bated breath because the UI is really bad. So hopefully they do a lot of changes to that. They don't mention exactly what they're going to do. Um, no more challenges, battle pass, weapon progression. We all know that. Um, weapon balancing. Yeah, the Gulag is going back to 1v1 in Season oh. 2. Um, so I think that's good. And players will see the return of the original Warzone overtime mechanic, the domination style flag control point. So they're putting that back. They're putting a lot of stuff back from Warzone 1, it sounds like. I think the player numbers probably <laughs> scared them a little bit based on what I've seen on Steam. Um, yeah. Th they're changing uh, cash. They're going to make it easier to find cash. 
and they're also making things cheaper so you should be able to buy more stuff i do like hopefully they keep the balance where you know there's the buy stations don't have an unlimited amount of certain things um i think that's i think i think they mentioned that they oh hang on i think they mentioned that they are gonna do that um they were looking at it at least they didn't confirm like everything will be available everywhere but i think they mentioned they are going to look at availability of items and buy stations yep and then they said that they are changing loot inventory so they're not messing with the backpack system everybody gets the same size backpack which makes sense they needed to do something there because i don't even know if you could i maybe you could can you even loot a backpack off somebody if they had a bigger one like nope. so why have it real, so, yeah and it's it yeah i mean in dm that's something they need to fix in dmz for warzone now you're starting with three plates you all have the same size backpack that's fine i guess um sure i i really hope and i guess we'll find this out i hope they don't change the game like that for dmz dmz makes sense to have the different plates have the different size backpacks but you need to be able to loot those sized backpacks off players i feel you can't just okay they have a large backpack but i can't take their backpack that's something that needs to change but i hope they're able this is what we talked about but lead up to the launch of the game is having separate you know there's the the warzone crowd and that's a separate almost iteration of the game and then there's the dmz the multiplayer and we talked about that can they differentiate the mechanics in each mode and i guess this is where we're going to find out because it sounds like what they've said they're making changes to warzone 2 they haven't confirmed whether or not those changes are going to go or carry into DMZ or not. It's yeah, they haven't said that, but it should give you hope that this is under the battle royale section. So what I'm reading here is under battle royale. Yeah. So yeah. maybe, and I, I think that does make sense to have the backpacks and stuff like that. They need to make them lootable. This is mm -hmm. one way to fix it with the backpack system in the BR, because if you can't loot them, either make them lootable or get rid of them. They got rid of them. I hope in DMZ they make them lootable because that d definitely makes sense to have that in there. A bunch of changes with loadouts, uh, perk packages and stuff are going to be in your loadouts and they'll be at buy stations and more affordable. So basically getting loadouts more common in Battle Royale. Whatever. Um, I don't really care too much. It makes it a, a little more casual, but I think... That was one of the things that people really liked about Warzone 1 was being able to get your mm -hmm. load out. So, I'm fine with it. Does that make you mad? Um, on, a, on a scale of 9 to 10, how mad are you? I mean, I really... I So, I don't mind any of those mechanics. I, I loved OG Warzone, like, right off the bat there, where nobody knew what they were doing was so fun. I didn't mind any of those mechanics at all. Um, what I didn't like was the abuse to the movement system and just the the poor balance of, of no recoil you know beamer beamer guns that they were adding so it, i mean they don't it's not like they're reverting back to that type of, of thing so i don't i don't mind um i i a little disappointed they didn't keep the backpacks and the different tier vests though i think i thought that was a good element of any battle royale i don't i don't personally don't understand the reasoning behind that um which is weird like any battle royale i think you know PUBG, even back at blackout you're gonna have like inventory slots backpacks uh vests things like that so that's a little weird to me but you know they must have some some reasoning to, to try and simplify the game and get everyone on a level playing field is probably what that is about but 
I don't really, I'm not a big fan of that, but again, I'm going to be playing DMZ, so it's <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's fine. I, I see it both sides of it. I kind of liked the varying vest because it should have theoretically changed gameplay, but I think it's as trashy as the netcode has felt to me. I haven't played it lately. Mm -hmm. Um, It makes sense to just give everybody three plate vests because sometimes the time to kill was like instant deletion with two plate yeah. vests. But it yeah. also was cool because it kind of changed up how you should play. Like you should, mm -hmm. if you don't have two plate vests maybe you should take it a little easier and be a little more passive and try to find one right um, so I, I i get in yeah i get both ways um movement slight increase in movement speed while plating to get cover faster that's probably good um buy stations change strongholds and then the dmz change the enemy tuning it says with season two we've introduced a number of balancing changes to adjust the types of ai spawning number of ai and the accuracy of ai at range and much more all this should provide a challenging but manageable play space that still requires player respective enemy combatants in dmz so me personally i think that's good i think they should make it a little bit more doable to be a solo player um but they should 100 percent have um a, a way a place for really strong AI that maybe you need to get some friends or get a squad mate to go into. But if you want to, if you want to just move through kind of the random POIs, like the plain towns and villages and stuff, you can do it as a solo and survive. I feel like with solo play, sometimes it's super hard to keep the AI off you. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think this is a good change. It, if done it's right. almost impossible. It's almost impossible, especially if you don't have a self res, like you're, pretty much gonna die <laughs> and you run into like level threes randomly uh, have you been like have you ever like gone on foot towards a final extract because for whatever reason there's just like ten thousand level three ais that for whatever reason are running around out of nowhere and just destroy you like good yeah. you better if you don't have a vehicle good luck you're not making it <laughs> yep so i that's that, annoying yeah so i i'm with you i i think changing this to make it manageable for solo players you're gonna have to mm -hmm. play a certain way to be a solo player i don't right. think you want ai to just be cheesy but but allowing right. a path for a solo player i think it's a good idea um, yeah Sam and, and i think that also has to do with maybe having some sort of inventory right like we talked about as far as a stash like okay maybe i can i can bring out like an extra extra plates carriers maybe a couple limited amount of uh self revives that way if i'm doing specifically solo and i die i don't need to go in with nothing again and try and gear up i can have things i can pull that way it makes it you know there's more incentive to go back in as a solo player instead of oh i died i need to go in with nothing and try to find these things now yep. before i can actually play again yep uh samuel thank you so much for the super chat i really appreciate it uh, he says he teams up with his son to play BR. He's looking for, he's got three wins. They're going for a nuke. That's awesome. Um, I'm, I'm in the final countdown to have my first child. So like in the next couple of weeks, I'm having my first son and I, I can't wait till he's old enough to play games. It's going to be awesome. So um, like six, six months, he'll be, he'll be dropping nukes there with you. He's soon as soon as he can hold a mouse, he's going to be an aim lab practicing. He's going to have to carry <laughs> dad. So gonna going to raise him up in the aim Love lab. It um so uh spawn points are good to change i feel like i felt like it was getting mm -hmm. a, a little bit predictable kind of like tarkov is um you know where people yeah. spawn people can head right to you um yep and so changing we, that we we've turned and shot at other players right off the bat all the time yeah like, you, you start know, to learn that stuff like where yeah, they're gonna you know be those spawns yeah and it, yeah exactly so we do that there's a couple spawns you can if you know them you can turn 
and uh, get shots and snipe people right off the bat and wipe teams immediately. So that's yep. definitely got to change. Um, we already talked about mission difficulty tuning, uh, crashes. This isn't good enough, um, in my opinion, Infinity Ward. Like, the crashes suck, but you're not going to get rid of all of them. So make a reconnect feature, please. Like, allow people to at least attempt to reconnect and get their stuff back like many, many other games have. Yeah, or detect like, hey, there was a crash, so we're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna lose your stuff. Yeah, here's your stuff back. Yeah, yeah. great idea. Um, let's see, locations, new exclusion zone. Players will have a third option to choose from when deploying in DMZ. Is that? I'm assuming that's the rebirth map. Yeah, yep, that's gonna be the rebirth map, which I'm pretty excited for, and I think that's going. That sounds like there's gonna be. Uh, I mean, we'll find out this week, but I'm assuming they're going to, going to have specific faction mis missions for that map, for Almazra, and then for Building 21 eventually, right? To incentivize you to play the different maps. If Building 21 is on a weekend rotation, it sounds like Almazra and this new Resurgence map will be, you'll have your choice between those at any given time, which will be awesome. Agreed. Um, then before, so that, that normally, if you're doing a good program, uh, that would make a great segue into talking about the Warzone 2 map. And I feel like, you know what? I feel like a lot of people would do that. But uh, we need to talk about something that's not getting any love and is kind of sad. And that's multiplayer. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, they <clears throat> yeah. said audio, which they've already talked about. Perk balancing, weapon balancing. They're bringing hardcore back and new playlist and ranked play. Like, mm -hmm. they mentioned nothing about multiplayer content there has to be some like there's gonna be some i'm just worried man and like and i'm really sad about it because like i just got into multiplayer in this game with with snd and hostage right, rescue right. like and i haven't been into that in a cod in a really long time and it's like it's getting no love <laughs> the maps are so stale like we already will back out won't play the border crossing map with the exploded cars right but like that makes it feel like there's two maps. I know there's not. Right. But like there's so many maps that are just sectioned off Almazra. So you have that vibe and then you have just a couple other maps that are different settings. So it just mm -hmm. feels ultra stale. And I know multiplayer is like a place for people to level their guns. Um, my dog's upset about it too. Um, he's really letting him have it. Um, man. Yeah. It's just sad to be a multiplayer fan if you are uh one of one of the multiplayer fans left because it i'm scared right. that it's not going to get a lot of love and i just hope that there's new maps in new locations that are not remasters that are not from sectioned off almazra that are new mm -hmm. settings and different layouts and stuff to learn and i hope there's at least three of them but it's ooh. and gunfight yeah chat 100 i love right. gunfight and but the the gunfight logos and game file have been data mined from the game files, so it's allegedly coming. It's likely going to come mm -hmm. either probably mid-season or something like that, if I had to guess. But just a tiny little blip for multiplayer, man. Like, I I think also uh, I saw it hasn't been confirmed yet, but it's I see see it all over Twitter. Like the museum map is coming going to be released so it's like people are saying like new maps and it's just the same you know the same one we played in the beta which was taken out that museum map which i you know i didn't mind that map i kind of enjoyed it but um it wasn't in the full release because of one of those real life areas that they they there was issues with for whatever reason so you know that's 
another thing like where are the new maps um and you also look at the multiplayer maps when we're talking about there's a whole there's clearly what's the other map that was rumored as far as like what'll be the new battle royale map right it's that wherever because all the multiplayer maps take place not on almazra there's like three two or three maps that are on almazra the other multiplayer maps are on uh whatever whatever the single player settings or campaign is supposed to be taking place mainly like the mexico U.S. border area, I think. Someone in chat can tell us. I, I can't remember off the top of my head because this was this is a few months back. But um, there's clearly a larger map available that will come to Warzone at some point, also. But I agree. Like we need new, we need new maps. They need to stop bringing back, especially the shoot the ship. I mean, there was a poll like, do you guys want shoot house, whatever, or shoot the ship? And everyone was like, pumped for shoot the ship. And it's like this is this like. Just, that was just, like my least favorite playlist. Why is everyone just, excited? This is it's, bad. It's only because it's for people camo grinding. It's like just, I, that's I, it. I hate. I don't like shoot house at all. The new shipment, I actually do like it, but it's not something I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to play shoot the ship playlist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just it just shows how Infinity Ward sees multiplayer and how almost everybody sees multiplayer. It's not to play the game. It's not to play the objective. It's not to have fun. Right. It's to get. It's to level guns and grind camos. It's to right. level guns for the BR and to get your gold, Orion, whatever camos. And that's how yeah. it gets treated. So that's why everyone likes those maps. I feel like because they can level and do camo challenges really quickly in those modes. So, pretty yeah, pretty bummed about like the state, like just yeah. where multiplayer is this how it's seen by the the company by the mm -hmm. studio is pretty sad right but yeah those those shoot the ships man i whew, i i would i don't want to play that um at all so yeah i think that covers it multiplayer i'm scared for <laughs> i'm a little bit scared for it's essentially what i'm saying i i think just content in general i'm a little scared for yeah that's true i mean what's I guess, but DMZ and and the, are getting the new map and the rebirth coming back for the BR fans. I mean, that's going to be huge. A lot of people are going to play rebirth because a lot of people played rebirth at the end of Warzone, me included. I enjoyed it. You can call you can call me a little CDL wannabe if you want to, buff. It's fine. I uh, I liked playing the glorified TDM until the end when the circle got little. That's fine. You can tell me. It's fine. It's fine. I can take it. Yeah, I, I I hear you. Oh man, they they just need content in general. It's it's rough. Especially, I mean, I'm just like, there hasn't been a new store bundle in what seems like two to three weeks. So it's just like, where's the content? They push back the season, and there's just no content at yeah, all. Yeah, the only thing they that got content. content was DMZ Building Twenty One. That was like substantial something new, and then mm. multiplayer got maps from 2019 and shipment from all of the modern warfare so that's it like zero new stuff for multiplayer it's so stale right yeah so uh today i made a short which i'm going to show you guys on screen because it kind of illustrates what went down um don't mind the idiot at the top of the screen he's not important um but the last frame of the teaser today if you overlay it with the the tack map that leaked a while back it is the exact same so <laughs> the, the the map um the map that we talked about um a month or so ago is 100 percent it 
I mean, this is so what you see on the yeah. screen. Sorry, podcast listeners, still love you. Um, is the outline that they showed overlaid with the tag map we saw a month or so ago, and it matches like exactly. So <laughs> that's the map. well, that's nice. That's yeah, exactly. I, I'm curious how accurate the POIs are going to be. I forgot who that map came from, but it, it looks like it's gonna somewhere. Okay. I'm yeah, I'm guessing it's probably like basically a one to one. <laughs> so uh we'll have to see it's gonna be interesting so uh there it is for the folks who want to see it that is the tack map that they're probably going to show you tomorrow um you, if you're if you're a fan of the program uh you get to see it early so yeah yeah it's it's a little perk you get for being here um, and it seems like that is the map you can see off the coast of almazra too just yeah. right now it's not it's not like finished it's you see like a obviously just un untextured kind of castle out there but that's you know i'm sure once this releases you'll be able to to see it which would be kind of be kind of cool yeah you can see it out there if you look off one of the coasts of almazra i can't remember where it was mm -hmm. i made a video about it like when this first talked about and showed some some pictures of it uh in game mm -hmm. so it's out there floating in the floating the islands don't float that's terrible that's bad journalism um but anyway the <laughs> earth is probably flat it's fine um but you can see Hundred percent. I get a Fortune's Keep vibe from this. I don't know if it's the overall yeah, shape. And Fortune's Keep had a castle in the middle, and it kind of mm -hmm. had a watery bay area on the south end. And I'm assuming, I'm kind of hopeful. Like you see the the water at the port and the water on the south side at the town center. I'm hoping there's some kind of tunnels underneath for some flanking and stuff. And maybe they. Yeah. It looks like they've made a lot of spots for water combat. Which, like I said today, I feel like that the water combat is like underrated. They did a lot of work on that. Like, mm -hmm. um, if if you're playing S and D and you kill somebody with the bomb, like the bomb floats up to the top and it floats on the waves. Um, you can do the same with like different kinds it's of really mines cool. and tacticals. And then like, if you have your if you're uh, got your pistol and you shoot underwater, like you see the little bubble trails and stuff. And like, right. I just think they did like a really cool job with the water combat. So I, hope I got to see I it got in flashed here. in the water the other day too. Like someone threw a flash, and I think the AI maybe in DMZ and just flashed me underwater. I was just like, holy crap! Like yeah. the grenade, like the effects that that things like that have underwater are really cool, especially when you can't see. <laughs> yep. So that's the map. Um, if you overlay what they talked about or excuse me that frame that they tease the outline it also has some uh topographic lines in it so you mm. can see like how much topography and elevation change oh, there is and it, of cool. course it looks like the industrial ruins and the castle are going to be like really elevated then mm -hmm. everything kind of low around it and then hopefully i hope i bet there's some tunnel systems to get into the castle so if the circle ends there you don't have to push up a hill to somebody in a giant fortress um yeah that'd be nice right <laughs> <laughs> yep and then uh the greenhouses were kind of a low point and then up to the apartments was like a little bit of a higher point um right on that too so kind of a big mountain like they seem to be doing i don't know how much of the water on the south end in the town center like you'll be able to fight in um but yeah i'm curious i really am curious to see the map like um how it is in gameplay because i think it does it does remind me like you said of fortune's keep and i personally didn't really like fortune's keep i think it was it was like fresh for what we had at the time which was you know opposed to caldera which was just horrible so i think compared to that it was it was like amazing but yeah i wasn't the biggest fan of it so i mean we'll see i'm i'm more interested in playing it obviously in dmz so 
looks like it'll be a lot of fun for DMZ no matter what. So just a, you know, a whole new map to play on a DMZ with missions and stuff would be great. So yeah, I'm that's, curious comparing the content Warzone to DMZ after this and see what's yeah, what. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. And low key, like if this redditor is right, apparently they have on top of needing to activate their windows, this Reddit user also uh, said that allegedly the ground war area will be able to be played on it. So uh, 24 versus 24 modes on that, which is pretty cool. Mm. And um, that's sick. That's sick. Yeah. I think it'll be neat for DMZ. Hopefully it's like a PVP heavy map, like with a lot of players. I think it'd be pretty neat. It seems like they, yeah. I'm curious what the player count will be on that because um yeah pvp heavy i mean that's i it's crazy because like i think there's only four or five teams in building 21 that spawn in um and with the amount of ai i mean it's just so hectic and and like your heart's like typically just going so um i'm curious what the mix of the ai and players is, is going to look like for sure because when you have the more ai and the difficult ai i think when you do get in that, those pvp engagements it makes it that much more um special for sure um, I think that's that. Isn't that covered all that's going I, on? I think so. Yeah. I think, oh, I, I guess to put a bow on it is that this is going to be huge for the game, right? Like I saw so many polls at the end yeah, of Warzone yeah. one that the majority of people were playing rebirth. If yeah. they get the stats working, man, like, I think that's so underrated. Um, mm. yeah, I agree. They haven't mentioned they haven't mentioned the stats at all, which is sketchy because they need to have yeah. that. I didn't realize how important it was because when, when at the end, when I started getting, you know, 200, 300, like 400 rebirth wins, I was like, and then mm -hmm. I kind of would watch it. You know, I wonder where I'm at. And like, it would make me yeah. want to play to get that number up. I don't know why no one cares, but it was cool. It was cool to check that out. So I hope stats come back and I'm a little concerned they haven't said anything because it's, it's a bigger deal than I originally thought, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I remember, you know, for Rebirth, I, I didn't care that much about my number, but I still looked at it. But, like, you know, Battle Royale in general, specifically OG Verdansk, I remember when I hit 200, like, you know, that win was really special to me. I got yeah. I got, I got, got the final kill with a G30, uh, a crazy custom tactical G36 build. I was like, number 200, awesome. Like, you know, really pumped about it, and we would, all, we, we would keep track of it versus friends, so... Yeah, that's that's something I really hope they bring back, um, as well as just DMZ stats. I would like to see. I mean, when they have the exfil streaks that they added, I'd like to see. You know, what my KD uh, is in DMZ, what my PVP engagement percentage is, as far as how many engagements were coming out on top as a team, as as, a, as an individual. All that that those stats. You know, you look at Tarkov, very similar to what the stats are in Tarkov. You know, KIA's extracts. Uh, all that stuff, AI kills, player kills, all of that would be great to see. Um, I think even more so than the Warzone stats, but stats overall are a must. So um, hopefully they add it soon. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the past year. Just like basic basic stat features having trouble making their way into long long standing franchises. But maybe we'll, hopefully we'll get there. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's weird. Um, so anyway, yeah, I think that wraps that up. We need stats. We need gunfight stat. We need lots of stat stats. Okay. Hashtag stat bet. <laughs> Give us um, data. <laughs> so the next thing I wanted to talk about briefly, we've talked about this quite a bit this year, um, but this has actually happened tomorrow 
is the Battlefield Update 3.2. Um, it's probably the yes. biggest. It's probably the biggest game changing update uh, to Battlefield. So I'm going to check this out for sure to see how mm -hmm. it changes how people play. Um, what's new in the update? There's a whole bunch of balancing things, um, but the yeah. main thing, content wise, classes are back. Assault engineer recon and support. Uh, customized with class equipment, class gadgets, and weapon proficiencies. We've already covered this uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, breakaway is getting fixed, and they're bringing vault weapons back. And they're adding a new suppressor and long-range scopes and thermal scopes. So thermal scopes, man. Um, I guess I'll just talk about them now since they're right there. Um, yeah. Dude, thermal scopes with the plus system, I feel like, are really strong. Because if you, like, if you like commit right. to using a thermal scope, you're stuck with that thing, which it sucks when there's no advantage to using it usually. But where if somebody's throwing smoke to try to push an objective and you can hit T, click it, and you got the thermal scope, like... <clears throat> I don't know, man. Like that's gonna be pretty strong. I feel like. Yeah, I remember the thermals and thermal and the infrared scopes in Battlefield Three were like super. Everyone was running them for a while until they nerfed them eventually. But even then, they were super powerful. But to your point, you couldn't switch away from them. Here, if there's like you said, if there's a disadvantage of using it, you just swap out, which. You know, I guess I guess we'll see, but yeah, I, I have seen suppose. I think the the thermals and the infrared scopes, from what I've seen, look awesome. I love how they I love how they look, um, how the target identification looks. It looks amazing, but yeah, I can definitely see. You know, I just get flashbacks to Battlefield Three, like the thermals that were running wild in that game. At one point, were just out of, out of everyone was running the thermals and the infrareds. Um, yep. They look awesome. Like those those shots you're showing look amazing. So yeah, they look really hopefully. Cool. The, hopefully they'll do something to balance it um you know that's that's where i think there needs to be some sort of restrictions with the, with that uh plus system but yeah maybe it takes out how many uh optics you can have in your plus system or it just has like really trashy ads or something to make it because it could be really strong people are using smokes to try to push um right uh they're adding the aps um to help out tanks a little bit um Below mm -hmm. radar, you can fly below 30 meters and fly below people's radar, which is pretty cool. They're adding a lot of OG weapons. Um, pretty mixed feelings about this. It's really good that they're getting new content, but it feels like a cop-out <laughs> because it feels like content they would be adding they should be adding to Portal anyway. And the other thing that's kind of sad is there's no weapon proficiency stuff, so you can't go for like mastery tiers and tier ones and stuff with these weapons, so there's mm. no progression with them. So that's kind of a bummer. I mean, unlocking attachments, but... You don't have the progression that you have with the other ones, which is kind of a bummer for some people. Were these ones already in Portal, or are these these are newly added weapons overall? I, they're right? newly added, I'm pretty sure. Okay, okay. You can That's roast me in the comments. If not, I was supposed to cover this game in depth, but <laughs> you can just tell me that I saw. But what, I think I think new. you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, I don't remember. They're new old the Portal. New old, and then, yeah. And then um, Battlefield Portal. Uh, they are changing, they're adding the toggles. I just saw from a developer on Twitter, they're adding the changes where you can do the class system in your portal experiences and toggle that stuff. The different ways they play, okay. you can toggle on and off the weapon proficiency, so how they deal with weapons. But there's a whole, nice. just a massive load of changes. Oh, the other controversial thing was the tracer dart gun. So launchers can now lock onto the tracer dart when shot into environmental objects. Um, so it used to be able to only like how it would normally work is if you shot onto a vehicle, you could lock on. Um, but now it can be locked on to environmental objects. So that's going to be super strong with Javelin. There's a clip of uh, Jack Frags floating around 
where there were some snipers up on a tower. They hit it with the tracer dart and dropped a javelin on them. <laughs> a oh, lot God. of folks that play the game quite a bit are worried about people cheesing this. Um, I would say the only thing that's going to save you is a lot of people can't get on the same squad together to cheese it. So, and nobody right, uses right. Void because they didn't have it at launch. So that's like the only saving grace. <laughs> um, but yeah, I could see it being really cheesed if you could have somebody with a, a support box dropping ammo and people just dropping tracer darts on objectives. And um, yeah, people are worried about it being cheesed. So we'll have to see. They might have to make changes to that. Lower the damage to soldiers or something maybe or the splash damage. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, that's always kind of been a problem in Battlefield. So as long as they make the, usually everything's overpowered at the beginning, but you know, as long as Dice is on top of it, makes those tweaks and you don't have broken stuff for months, it's not, a, it shouldn't be a huge problem. Just a matter of how, how hands-on are they going to be with, with this content, you know? Yep. So yeah, just a, just an absolutely metric buttload of content um, and cha not content, it's not content changes coming to the game <laughs> sorry <laughs> changes Fro yeah. freudian slip i wish there was content coming to the game um so that, yeah that covers that I'll probably have more on it next week i'll probably we'll probably talk about it just a little bit next week because i, I want to check it out um i want to check it out and see how it makes people play if it's the thing i'm worried about with the classes and i'll just sum it up with this i'm worried about it living in a weird middle ground where not everyone's happy so like the battlefield purists probably like myself the battlefield truthers are mm -hmm. like i want a class system with nameless soldiers nameless faceless soldiers yeah and then you have the people that enjoy the specialists wherever you are um so this is <laughs> this is taking away flexibility which a lot of batter, battlefield 2042 players like so it's taking away some of that flexibility they enjoyed but then it's still, it's not quite a true class system. We're still having the specialists and their gadgets and their proficiencies and stuff. So it's like, it's this weird middle ground. And I'm, I'm worried that it'll make, it'll upset the people playing the game and it'll upset kind of class peers because it's not a full out class. The specialists are still there at the same time. It takes the flexibilities away from the specialists, which was supposedly mm -hmm. one of their big selling points. So it might, right. I, I worried it finds itself in this weird middle ground that doesn't make anyone happy. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting, and I I think this is all just like you said. They're trying to fit something into the game that that the game was not even designed around. Um, I I for one, as we've talked about, want those nameless, faceless soldiers. Uh, if you want the different cosmetics for the specialists, I think there's no no reason not to have the cosmetics for them there. But you know, as as we've discussed, I think there's just definitely fun, uh, an issue with with that specialist system and not being restricted to a certain play style per class because then you have like battlefield friends does a great job of it like oh everyone's got health but no one's got ammo you know it's just like that 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 everyone's got a rocket launcher and that was just get that was annoying to me in the beginning just like you're in a chopper and everyone's locking on you or no one's locking on you or no one has ammo no one has health stuff like that so there's no role to play there it's just kind of lone do your thing so We'll have to see. I mean, I'm not playing this game anymore, so I'm curious what you know yourself and others who are playing it have to say about it after the update goes out and get some some hands-on time with it. Yeah, I need to make. I need to give it a good, a good college try. Give it enough time, but at the end yeah. of the day, end of the day, I'm I'm still not okay with the lack of content, man. It's, it's uh, yeah, shit. it's it's pretty crazy, man. Um. How many new maps at this point? Three? 
Three new maps? Three. Yeah, it's going to end up being four. And then allegedly there's like a remastered, weathered, aged, previous Battlefield classic map coming for like their season five. And I feel like it's going to be um, a lot like what they did with Battlefield five, like adding one map on the way out the door saying thanks for playing. And it's going to end up being five total maps. Dude, I just looked at, like, I was curious. I looked um, at the Battlefield 1 Apocalypse DLC. There were, like, four massive maps, six new weapons, two new gadgets, like, th- <laughs> like two or three new vehicles. Like, oh, God. Uh, and how many how many new new weapons has there been in this game? Just three or four, right? It's pretty Yeah, bad. it's like one or two a season. So you get one or two season. And then you get a new map, and then they claim that a map rework is content. So you get a reworked map too. You get a finished map. Um, right. I'm yeah. I'm curious. Uh, I know Temporal reached out to me and shared some things with me, and we kind of he used me for to try and figure out some of the weapons that he data mined. So oh, cool. I'm not gonna. I won't say anything else as to what they are. I don't think he wants. He was holding on that information, but um, there was a good amount in there that's like new, new, new stuff. Uh, just a matter of if they I feel like that's something they'll they'll push all that out the door as soon as they're about ready to go hands off with the game so but of those weapons you know if that's those are weapons that all come I mean that's that's awesome it's a great list just a matter of it's like why man you know it's kind of a bummer like it took that long to get that type of content into the game if that does end up coming to fruition so we'll have to see what they do with that i'm definitely watching to see where this game goes and as we've discussed i hope they take a lot of these lessons learned and actually have a uh proper retrospective before making the next battlefield yep uh totally totally agree um yeah i guess the only thing i'll say on the way out the door with battlefield is at least they understand maybe now that classes are really important i don't know how they didn't before but maybe now they i mean they're they're putting that back in um so i yeah and i think that's like we said i think it's probably like an upper upper management type decision right i don't think anyone at dice probably actively agreed with that yep or at least if they if they they couldn't say that though (laughs) but I don't Pretty think anyone much. was like, this is, this is a great idea. Like Lars Gustav, who's been working on the game for like 20 years, was probably just like, you know, he wasn't first in line. Like, this is awesome. Great idea. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's move on. We've got a couple more stories yet then a couple quick shots. Shouldn't be too much longer. Um, not going to spend a ton of time on these because I'm not super well versed in these games, but let's, uh, let's talk about Tarkov just a little bit because, uh, nice. what they did is massive. Um, another example of people listening, uh, developers mm-hmm. listening to the community and, uh, it was cool to see the Tarkov community is a, uh, very vocal bunch. They will talk and argue and they're very passionate about their game. Um, <laughs> one thing I, one thing I will say though, is when it comes to the Tarkov community, they provide like. They provide like hard data points for their gripes versus other gaming communities, which are just like, this sucks, blah, blah, blah. Like the Tarkov, you like, I was, I mean, sure you're going to bring it up like Veritas's video. Veritas, yeah. I, I was like, you know, and he gets super in depth. He's like, you know, this sound used to be 6.2 decibels and now it's <laughs> yeah. just like, you can't argue with facts, right? It's no, like that completely guy. different than any other community. 
Dude, I wish I I wish I had the the patience and the brain power to make videos as in-depth as his. They're so awesome. Like they're so yeah. well done. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of editing right there. Sometimes I watch his videos and it makes me just want to quit YouTube. So I'm like, I am never gonna be able to do what that guy does. So but it's pretty cool. So essentially what happened, quick rundown if you guys do not know. Uh Veritas, he's a, a pillar of the Tarkov community controversial at times with his uh interactions with the community i would say um but you can't argue with his videos his content and his points of view are always backed up uh by very well thought out points and what he did was he made a video talking about kind of how far tarkov is strayed from what it used to be why and how it used to play a lot better in the old days with a little bit faster movement uh armor felt a little bit better recoil was easier to control it made the gunfights better less rng Made a video, a ton of people got behind it, and one morning, Battlestate Games tweeted, they tweeted these things out. Ba I mean, essentially based on that video and the overwhelming support it got. It got a ton of views, it got a ton of reactions from other streamers, and mm -hmm. overall, it was overwhelmingly positive. Um, they reduced the recoil angle for all weapons. They reduced the stamina penalty when hit by any type of ammo. They increased the weight limit while overweight. Thank the Lord, that affects me, and I don't play this game too often. I have been playing it a few times a week, though. I stay, I stay in there. Um, reduced the stamina consumption in various cases, decreased energy and water consumption, which is awesome, and greatly reduced penalties from armored rigs and body armor. So essentially, they backed off. Some, what happened was, what, what, they, what I feel like happened was, they tried to make things a little bit too hardcore and too realistic, and it be, they, went, they pushed the slider so far, it became unrealistic and not fun. And, mm -hmm. and Veritas's video was kind of eye-opening, saying, you know, I can go, you know, 20 minutes. Like the realism argument isn't valid here. Even though you're trying to make the game harder to play, you're making it more tedious. Like I can go longer right. than 30 minutes without drinking water. Like why can't my PMC? Like some of this stuff was really silly. He showed old gunfights with less recoil. That's more about skill and movement. The mm -hmm. overweight stuff was silly because he talked about it's a game where you loot, but you get punished for looting. Like if you pick up stuff that you need as an early on player, when that loot is more important when you're an early player, you can't move. And it just like some of the gameplay decisions don't make sense with the, the overall concept of the game and even Nikita's vision with the game. So he made that huge changes to Tarkov. So if you haven't played it in a while because of how it felt this wipe, it might be worth checking out. Um, I've just been running around on woods and shoreline and customs, the OG maps and kind of fiddling around and picking up some stuff. Um, but and it's felt better. Yeah. They still have a long ways to go with the audio this wipe. I'll tell you that. It's weird. Yeah, that's something they haven't addressed yet, but I do I do just want to kind of add a little bit more clarity to the the recoil issue because I Veritas covered it, but others got really in depth with it also, I think before or after Veritas's video. And there was like a there was hard evidence that there was a general like uh problem with the uh with the weapon recoil because basically what it was, if you have a rifle it was your weapon on full auto was operating as if there was no buttstock. So essentially you're just shooting with no buttstock the way the recoil would operate. Um, and they compared that to how it was pre 12 one wipe. I think it was one of, one of those ones that is like in 2021, whatever, what 12, one, 12, three, I think it was. So when they made those recoil changes, essentially there's like a, there was a problem that, there is more than enough evidence that people pointed out is that you were basically firing a full auto like AK, for example, 
and the weapon stats and handling is as is as if there's no buttstock on your shoulder is how it how it bounces all over the place so it just became uh like not only to, almost to a point of too realistic but there was definitely a, a substantial issue that happened with that that patch that hadn't been fixed so um i'm not sure i haven't looked at the some of those channels since to see if like that itself was reverted or the changes they did were enough but that was definitely something that a lot of people had shown evidence um that more than enough evidence that that was a problem it was pretty cool like uh, veritas and those other folks showed actual clips of people shooting full auto that it like wasn't even close to how tarkov was and then um that one was crazy when he talked about um he had a big uh, veritas had a big problem and uh, rightfully so in my opinion about how if you get shot you just lose all your stamina and um a lot of i'll call them realism andy's <laughs> would say that oh if you got shot you're not going to be able to move or whatever and then he had an actual special ops shoulder on there that got shot by a pkm three times and was so hopped up on adrenaline he ran across the street to get the cover and said look this guy was actually shot if you want to go down the realism road and he was able to the adrenaline kept the pain down gave him enough energy to get across the street to safety and then the pain set in and the, like then it was like unbearable and stuff like that so um that was really cool like he he just covered the argument from all sides about how some of the things were silly and uh, it was just really well done and it's crazy that they listened to like almost everything and, and changed it back and it it, it plays better because i remember as a new player you'd walk around with any kind of gun and you know your strength is low and your your proficiencies with the weapons are so low i was just scared to get in a fight because i can't i can't get my gun on anybody like i it just mm -hmm. i shoot once and it's over and it's All just kind of hard. Place, yeah. And now I have a little bit more confidence, and I think it I think it makes PvP a lot more fun. So I'm interested to keep playing it a little bit more and see see how the community reacts with these changes and if it kind of gets back to that old Tarkov of those because those long drawn out fights in Tarkov are it, man. Like they're so good. Yeah, it, that's what I loved about it back, you know. And I remember it's crazy because I remember when that wipe happened, the 12-1 or 12-3, and that's when I stopped really having a lot of fun with it. And I'm I didn't really put two and two together at the time with the recoil changes, but I'm curious. I'm sure they had part, to, you know, something to do with it because prior to that, like the gunfights were so fun, and um, then I, you know, it, just something definitely changed. So I'm glad they listened. And I think part of I'm curious if part of the reason why they listened and made those changes is because of just how bad the this this patch and wipe have been so far, as far as like stability and everything. So this probably seems like a sensible, we need to give the community something here. I'm going to lower my desk for the quick shots. <laughs> okay. Is the stream going to go offline? My feet we'll are see. tired. Whoa, this is crazy. Hope it's not Whoa, like there it goes. Is it making a nah, noise? I don't hear it now. Oh, nice. So I can sit down. Come on. There it goes. Come on Look down. Go. Come on Look down. Go. Yeah, welcome in. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I was, my feet were dying. I'm old. Um... <laughs> So yeah, Tarkov is a lot different now. I think it's uh, it's gonna be. I'm gonna play a little more. I'll tell. I'll I'll check back in with you. I'll tell you. Absolutely. Uh, are you Are you ready for a few quick shots? Of course, you know I am. That's what I'm here for, man. All right, here we go. In the first quick shot, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna talk a little bit about this. Is this one's kind of amusing uh, from the week that I saw. Uh, I, did you see the developer direct? There wasn't a lot on there for shooter fans for Xbox. Um, 
they showed Redfall gameplay, a game that I was like, every once in a while I see a story type shooter and I'm like, man, I want to get in on this. Like, I'm going to finally commit to playing a, a, a story shooter and I'm going to get into it. And it was an Arcane Studios game, so I was like, this is going to be sweet. That extended gameplay did not do it any favors, in my opinion. It looked so clunky. I feel like, I don't, maybe I'm making this up, but I felt like the graphics were worse and the movement and the combat just looked really clunky. I don't know if it was the person playing it um, for the for the capture of the gameplay, but dude, did you see it? I did not, no. It, uh, it didn't look good. I don't know if anybody in chat saw it or whatever, but the game premise looks kind of neat. I'm not necessarily usually into like fantasy or horror or stuff like that, but some of like the adaptations you can do to the guns look kind of silly. Um, I don't know. It just, it just looked cool, but, and I was a little bit excited for it. It's like a game that like I would try, like I would maybe try to pick it up on sale a couple weeks later and get into it a little bit. Cause mm-hmm. it looks like a really big open world and, and maybe you could get into the story a little bit, but dude, I I don't think it did it any favors. Like the, the <laughs> stuff looked clunky. I I really don't have any uh any news to go along with that. I guess it's just something I saw. Uh, you guys can check it out. Check out the extra gameplay on the IGN channel uh, for what they showed when they talked about it during the developer direct. Um, but uh, yeah, this might be something I try with Game Pass or something like that because it was uh it was a little bit rough. Yeah, that's that is unfortunate. I didn't I didn't see it. I'm looking at what's in the background here, but I'll have to go check it out after and see. Yeah, it and just, like the graphics looked like it was one of the selling points for me from the first trailers, mm-hmm. and it just looks like a big downgrade. But that might be the difference yeah. from like pre-rendered stuff to actual gameplay. It's, that's probably mm-hmm. the difference there. But it was uh, it was a little bit jarring. <laughs> so in the next. I know you've been dying to talk about the day before drama. Um, <laughs> this is crazy. Just this a little bit. Crazy. This stuff is wild. I'm sure we'll just kind of talk about it and react to it a little bit. And you guys in chat can uh, can let us know what you guys think of this. But dude, it's been it's been a crazy amount of drama with the day before. Uh, we didn't really make any videos because I knew I knew we'd essentially I knew we'd essentially talk about it um, on here. But dude, the day before said they were going to release gameplay. And then they didn't do it because of a copy a copyright problem. So apparently they only decided recently to get their copyright uh, this this last this month, like January, right? Just a, a couple weeks ago they filed for it. Someone else mm-hmm. already had it and told them to remove it from Steam. Originally got saw when it was removed from Steam. People were like, "What's going on?" They they said. The thing that really screwed this whole thing up and said even more, like if it's even possible for more red flags with this game, they're like, it's just because of Steam Steam maintenance. It happens all the time. Like games don't get like yeah. the second most wishlisted game on Steam, like doesn't get just removed. And they said it was just a Steam problem at first. And then they came back and said, oh, wait, no, it's just copyright issues. So then for some reason, even though, and they said, they did some really cringy tweets about how they're like a 90s superhero that no one believes in and they're going to come through and win, win the day and win everybody over. It's like if you really wanted to win everybody over that gameplay that you were going to show, somehow you magically can't show it because your copyright didn't work out. Just put, just get rid of all the name stuff on it and show the gameplay. 
Yeah. Right? That's it's super sketchy, man. They I don't think the game exists. <laughs> and there's a like a lot of people that like support the game if it even is called such a thing. Like they haven't taken any money from you. Like, why are you why are you being like this? It's like they've taken money from some people. Um it, they right. had in their in their <laughs> devlog, they had the 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 product spot for the IBM ThinkPad. So somebody paid for that. Uh, they're in some kind of partnership with uh, NVIDIA. I'm not sure how that's going to go down. Um, and then they were, they've been caught like mm -hmm. several times promote, promoting other software that they make within their trailers. So they have all this exposure and they're using it to promote other things and get business deals with other things and create all this controversy. Just the whole thing shady from the cringy, weird videos that they put out to um, just the, their unwillingness to show gameplay and the, the copyright thing made it delay another nine months, which everybody knew was coming. A delay of some kind or some the kind way of reason. Until November, because they can't just simply change the name quickly. So we got to delay it. But it's weird because the, the press release they had, like, really was like, it had nothing to do. It, it sounded like the game wasn't ready and they were using the copyright issue as like an excuse. Like, we want to take time to make sure, you know, everything is. So basically they were saying the game's not even close to ready, but we're going to use this copyright thing that we probably knew about as an excuse. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, but I don't even know if it is a game. I feel like maybe, I don't think it is. It looks I, like a bunch of pre-rendered stuff what I for think. trailers. It's like, did they, just, like they just took Unreal 5 engine and did a bunch of pre-rendered pre yeah. clips and they're using it to promote their company that they can, <laughs> they can side hustle other products. I and think that's, that's exactly what it, what's happening. That's just what it feels like. And there's going to be another delay in November. And like due to whatever reasons we've decided uh, <laughs> that we, we know due to whatever reasons we can't release this game because of pressures from outside, blah, blah, blah. And it's not going to be their fault. And they, they're going to feel bad about it. You know, that's kind of how I think that's how it's going to go down. It's going to be weird because all these trailers, there's been nothing that's like definitive gameplay. There's what looks like rendered gameplay, but there's no gameplay. So I think it's all, I think you're right. I think it's just all rendered stuff on Unreal 5 that they're using to mask as like pre-rendered gameplay or something or, or no HUD gameplay. And it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Teddy says something I'd like to talk about just really quick. He says he knows Unreal 5 is the future of gaming, but it's way too demanding on hardware. It's like, how you think they're going to sell you DLSS, man? You got to have, you got to have, you got to come out with something that runs natively at like 10 frames a second and then buy the latest NVIDIA and AMD cards to AI upscale it like three different yeah. ways so you can get like 60 frames. That's, that's the future of gaming right there. AI upscaling. That's how you fix everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't even know if this is going to get, get to release. Like, I, I don't think so. It's going to be interesting to watch. And that's that's the crazy thing. Like, I, I know I'm like in the camp where I kind of I, it's definitely like either way you slice it, it's sketchy. Like there's if if you're not asking questions like you, you should maybe like check yourself just a little bit because it's, it's some weird stuff. Like yeah. either way, I'm not giving them any money. I'm eating my popcorn and going to see how this plays out whatever I, like and if it comes yeah. out with a game if it comes out and it's an actual fully fleshed out game and it's good then i'll play it but it's just so weird this this has been the weirdest lead up to a popular game that i've ever seen yeah i mean getting removed from steam like that is a huge another another huge red flag in a line of red flags but again like i guess my question would be and i hadn't been following it that closely till recently but it's like what evidence is it that the game's real 
right? That it's not just pre-rendered footage. I don't think there is any. I mean, can anybody point me to actual legitimate gameplay? I don't, not that I've seen, right? No, there hasn't been any raw stuff. Uh, just yeah. like somebody played. It's all been like pre-rendered, pre-recorded. Yeah. Like, so quote unquote gameplay. So it's kind of crazy that at this point, there's literally no evidence that this is a real game. Yep. So, yeah, and then it, even if it is a game, their uh, monetization is going to be <clears throat> something pretty cool, I bet. I think if the game does come out, it's going to it's gonna be drastically different from what we see here in a bad way. Yeah, I could see that. Um, so in the final quick shot, um, I wanted to talk about a uh, friend of the program uh auntie and the uh road to vostok he did a new dev blog last week uh i'm gonna have to kind of again i'm old all right my brain bear with me guys i'm gonna have to kind of scrub through this to remember what all was in here but there was some really cool footage in this dev blog that he put out again just killing it um keeping to his schedule uh keeping everything going but it shows a little bit of what's going on with the map um he talks about stuff at the beginning the first thing he talks about is the map expansion um, two times the map size, he does a terrain update with like new details and stuff, and it just looks awesome. And guys, this is a real game, <clears throat> and you can go play the yeah. demo on Steam and check it out and see how it feels and see how it looks and see how it runs on your machine. It runs freaking awesome. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that's the kind of says all you need to know about the day before. I think <laughs> there's already been a demo for this, and uh, what we've seen from from a single developer versus that pretty night and day. Yep, and I, I remember he talked about uh, where, you know, when he was on the show, he talked about how he won that contest in Finland um, for, like, upstarting businesses and stuff, and he was using that money uh, to hire a few freelancers for audio, weapon audio, and weapon animations and uh, modeling, I feel like. So he's going to up those even more. Um, there's the water system. So when I watch this, I, you guys should check it out. Just type in Road to Vostok and this YouTube channel will pop up, and you can look at the most recent video. It's really cool. So he talks about a new water system with depth rendering. And also shows different kinds of reflections that you can do in game. So you can see like the occlusion of the water and when he switches it to on, it's like, it's like so cool. Like the water is like translucent until it gets deep enough to be opaque. Like it's really cool. And the, and the reflections on the water just looks really good. And then he also goes through, um, the, uh, shallow and deep sound effects. So it's like sounds, it sounds shallow until you get into deep water and then it makes like the whoosh sound of going in the water. And like the audio just like sounds super top notch. Uh, then he's got new weapon handling. So this is all from like the last month or so. Uh, it's got new uh, weapon handling with new like arm rigs. Um, so this is the old one. You can see at the bottom, this is the old way. And then he shows the new way that the weapons work. Um, he turns it on in a second. And you can see like the new weapon rig. And this is all procedural. So he'll be able to add content really fast later on. Um, it just feels like really fluid. And the inertia is like super smooth. Um, then you can, he shows there's more, uh, weapon positioning stuff. This, oh, this was really cool. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm scrubbing through this and remembering some of this stuff. Um, you can change the, the position of the weapon when your weapon's down, you can change the position of it on your screen. So it's like, you can have more of your weapon showing if you want to check that out, or you can kind of get it lower and out of your way. Like however you want, if you want to be like, kind of play more immersive or whatever and have it kind of at the ready, or if you want to, you know, be able to see that map a little bit better, you can move it like depending on how you want to play. So I thought that was really cool. And then he shows attachments and how they work, uh, weapon condition, like some of the new attachments he's been adding 
uh, look super good. Uh, the suppressors and stuff sound really cool. Um, and just shows the attachment systems. Um, and then he talks about audio upgrades, uh, caliber race, uh, sound effects and demos. Some of those, uh, we can't play the audio cause obviously it's, he couldn't hear us and he just loved listening to us. Uh, he also <laughs> did a new recoil system. So it <laughs> coincidentally enough, it really looks like the Tarkov weapon changes. It's not near as severe. Um, it shows even with compensation, it's, it's bouncing all over the place. And uh, this is the old recoil system, like trying to hold the weapon down. There's just so much random movement. And then mm -hmm. uh, he goes to the new one and it's just uh, so much easier to control. This is with no compensation, just letting it go. And then uh, he shows a clip uh, where he does uh, hold that down and it looks just a lot less random uh, and manageable. It's still like a hardcore mechanic. It's not like a laser beam like Todd or whatever, but um, it definitely is. Um, and he's just showing different different shots of it at like medium range and stuff like that. Just the, like the way the weapons move is so cool. Uh, talks a little bit more about character sleeves and how he animates or how he textures uh, the, the models and things like that. How he, the new rig of the arm. Um, then he shows the new resources, wells where in game you can collect water and you can collect uh, fuel resources. So these are what the wells look like and then the water. And then uh, he shows the global snow in winter mode. So he added snow and he showed this at the end and I was hyped, dude. Uh, he showed snow at the end and like the sound effect crunching through the snow was like super, super cool. Like it looks crazy. Um, yeah, it sounded amazing for sure. So yeah, added snow. That's what it looks like. Uh, with that so just killing it um it was a new dev blog there's a lot of interesting stuff in there we've been following the game so i wanted to talk about it just a little bit keep, keep covering the game because it's it's really cool it's such a such a unique game and uh one person just keeping the schedule and killing it cool and you got a hammer sight there so big win that's all i need the loophole yep but sold yeah take my money shout out auntie killing it man <laughs> Um, I think that's all I had, to be honest. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. I, can we mention really quick, uh, while people, if you guys have Q&A, you want to throw it, I just, I got to go over, I know we didn't prepare for this, but I commented on a little bit. There was uh, a, a streamer that got, <laughs> had an issue an apology video because he was, he got caught on stream with like a, a window open looking at deep fake porn of other find it of like female streamers like pokemon and others so it's like deep fake porn where it like deep fakes these notable female streamers faces onto you know other bodies um and i guess he had like there was like a, a shot of that tab opened when he tabbed it like his desktop view at one point and he had this like apology video with his his girlfriend or wife sitting behind him crying and he's crying and it's like, holy, I just thought that was really weird, man, that we're making apology videos for looking at porn. I mean, if you want to look at porn, look at porn. I don't know. Everyone looks at porn. <laughs> and this dude's just, this guy's crying. His wife's crying. It's just, it was, it was something that I didn't think I'd ever see on the internet. And I, I listened to like two seconds of his apology and looked, watched him like and his wife's in the back crying and i was like yeah i can't i can't watch this it was a little it, i don't know it, what's happening it was a little it was a little over the top like yeah uh, i i think yeah i think he was like embarrassed about it like redbeard says 
Um, yeah. It was just yeah. weird. Like, this is making a way bigger deal about it than it should right. be. Like, yeah. the, this is more like an apology, like, if you, like, cheated on your girlfriend or your wife or something, like, really bad or said something yeah. that you shouldn't have or something like that. Like, I, the, it was a little, I was like, this guy must have done something really bad. And then I looked into it and I read the thing. I'm like, huh, okay, well. I mean, it's probably, it probably is embarrassing, like, but that's, this is, yeah, it's wild. Tom Henderson, Tom Henderson had the best reply to this. I don't know if you saw his, his reply. Yeah. Yeah. He summed it up perfectly. He said, uh, the term Twitch streamer is the new Florida man. Like every week there's just weird stuff with Twitch streamers, like weird stuff that I, it's like bizarro world. I saw this and I was like, I was like, that's enough internet for today. Like I'm yeah, it was so strange, man. Like you know, everyone, everyone has looked at porn at one point or another in their life. Did you see? I can see it being embarrassing if like you're caught on stream with it, but you know that it seemed like an over the top apology video. But it's a pretty common thing. (laughs) It is kind of it was just weird. I I just thought it was I just thought it was interesting because I'm scrolling through my feed and I I saw Tom Henderson's thing, and then um, there was like some other twitch female in a bikini like talking about just a bunch of stupid stuff and i was like this stuff's okay but you know (laughs) people are getting banned from twitch for like crazy things like minor things and then girls are just like basically naked and it's fine did you see uh yeah (laughs) did you see the mr beast uh cured a thousand people's blindness in his video yeah he he paid for their surgery that's epic and I, i i do see some things on twitter like people are upset about that which i'm I'm not I'm not, I'm just like kind of out of touch with a lot of the, <laughs> the weird that, news yeah. that goes on on Twitter people are like upset and I don't get it but no that's that's freaking awesome dude that's I've caught like, I've caught myself I've caught myself doing that like just I call people weird I'm like if you're upset about this like that's just weird you're weird like that's yeah not like doing good with your money is, is so cool um yeah, yeah. that's awesome Good for him. That's great. Some that's, of the that's what we we need more of that stuff, right? We need more yeah, of that no stuff and, and, and less less hot tub streams and uh, deep fake porn apologies. <clears throat> yeah, fifty million views in the first day or so in cool. two days. That's crazy. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That's really cool. And hopefully, it brings a, it maybe brings awareness to something that you know maybe if it's this is halfway affordable for some families, maybe we can get some people and that'd be like a good charity, like. To have your money go to somebody so they can see, like yeah. that would be such a great charity for for uh, more well off people, like for philanthropists to do with their money. Um, that's mm-hmm. such a great cause, and I hope it it brings awareness to it. That's so cool. Yeah, and and I do okay. So some people in the chat are bringing up why some people are upset about it because he made a video and like that's content, and if oh. we heard about it from a third a third party, like outlet and not his video it would have been a little different yeah i i can i get that um but i don't know i i guess i don't i'm not i can't really look at it either way i at the end of the day you know he cured a thought paid for all that surgery so i think if he wants to make a video let's be honest if he didn't make the video he's still making a stupid (laughs) amount of money and having followers so i don't think it does anything for him you know one way or the other, but yeah, I, I can, I can see why people may be upset about that. Yeah. I, I, I personally don't have an, a huge problem with it. I guess, I guess I do see that he's kind of using him as a prop or whatever, but if, 
I but didn't if see it, that. I, but if it raises more money and he can do more good things with and awareness, it, yeah, awareness, and, yeah, and I think sure. the awareness too. I had no idea that you could do a surgery to folks with a blind, like a certain <clears throat> condition of blindness, and they could see. Like I had no clue that yeah. was even a thing. So like, yeah, yeah when I, I watch that, when so I'm rich one day, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'll donate to. <laughs> Everyone in here is getting robot eyes down yeah. the road. Just wait. With with toggle on off aimbot with foot yeah. pedal, no problem. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I guess it could also probably be turned into a government debate, like if the government should pay for that or whatever. And I, I don't know. I would rather see private people be able to pay for it and donate to it and pay for it. But at the same time, it's like that's a lot better than what the government does with some of our other money. So you could probably right, right. <laughs> like some of the stuff they spend it on, that would be much better off uh, to cure people's blindness than what they do do with it. Yeah. It's kind of unfortunate, right? If that's something that could, that could be happening. If, they, if I don't, I don't, I didn't watch the video. I haven't seen the thumbnail. Same, anything, same. If, I haven't either. If, if, if they were, I don't think they were like fully blind. I think they had, I don't know what it was, so I won't comment, but I'll have to go watch it. I'm but not a doctor. Is, yeah, I did stay at the Holiday Inn Express. No, um, <laughs> the shower but, heads, man. Yeah, but uh, um, I think if that is something that is available, and it, it regard regardless of the intent, I think ultimately it's going to raise awareness. Maybe that is maybe that is the question that comes out of this: is how come this isn't? Uh, if these people are pretty much blind and have the ability to see again through surgery, why why isn't that happening? Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, when we're spending like gazillions of dollars on the military industrial complex and taxes, why why aren't we getting at least this basic gift of being able to see again back for some of these people? It's a bit of a problem, in my opinion, personal opinion. But hopefully, it raises awareness. Maybe that'll bring in more charities to help fund these things going forward. And and this is something that maybe the foundation can be set up. Um, maybe that's the long term goal there. So we'll have to wait and see. And maybe it'll get it'll get more conversations like what we're having. You know, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe a few less tanks get sent overseas and maybe some more people in America get to see <laughs> like, yeah, it definitely raises it definitely raises some questions, right? Um, Hope we get which, to people doing research. Yeah, good talking, talking and asking questions is always good. So I agree. But yeah, we're not a big political show. Maybe we'll, have a, a spe- maybe we'll have a special episode. <laughs> oh, political. Um, oh, dude, I don't even yeah. want to. <laughs> I just, just the general like debating politics is so scuffed with like the two party system. Because if you, if you, it's like if you feel one way about an issue, the uh, somebody else will just immediately put you in a bin with all the other people with this set beliefs. And that's you. Like you're that person. Like you can't like have your own combination of thoughts on issues. Like if you, if you're like one main issue, like you're, you're, you're that person, you're on that team and you're that way for everything. Like, it's like, you just can't have a, you can't have a conversation about it. It's just, that's why it's, it's not worth talking about half the time. Right. Right. I, I, I did, I was like super invested in college and then I just kind of like stopped caring because you realize really there's nothing you can do. But I think Jesse Ventura has, has some good content out there. I always enjoyed at least reading his books to get get a get an opinion you know there's no one needs to agree with anybody but i think it's kind of foolish if you don't at least look at every single side of it and he did educate some, yourself he did some weird stuff later on yeah uh, everyone well, does yeah. some weird stuff right apparently <laughs> geez twitch streamers out here um but yeah it's hot, it's hot tub stream one hot tub stream one crash 
I'm not doing that. I mean, I could do that, but I would probably get banned. Like, it would be like gruesome, <laughs> would and, gruesome and unusual you, content. Yeah. I don't know, man. All the girls are getting away with it. Yeah. There's a reason for that. It's a reason that <laughs> giant fat guys aren't on there like me. <laughs> it would get like it would get mass reported, and I'd get shadow banned just like in COD. Yeah, exactly. There you go. But no, I don't. I don't think I have anything else. That was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. I had a lot to talk about. A lot going on. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like I'm like a little bit. I don't know. Am I like an entitled like loser? Because I feel like FPS is like stale, and I feel like it gets stale so fast. And it's like I need, I need more content. Like. I'm always wanting more content. I don't know if that's I think it's I'm also, a bad person or if that's well, you and I are also it. coming from like a different time of gaming and now everything's like live service, immediate this, immediate that. And I think the, the delivery and payoff of that is is much less than what we received back in my opinion, like the heyday of, of FPS was like 2010 to 2012. I thought was maybe maybe potentially even 2013, but like that 2011, 2012 was like the golden golden time right there that was that was and i think you, you compare content to the live services now it's pretty night and day i think it speaks for itself so it's really like do you want to pay more money for more in my opinion good content or do you want to pay less money for some content maybe maybe some yeah. reworks yeah so different know. different difference of i guess generations of gaming the future of game is just going in a very different spot from where we're used to so yeah i agree with you though i need i need the hours i could sink into battlefield 3 like night and just like for i played that game even battlefield 4 i played for like seven years straight it's the only game i played <laughs> so yeah dude well just real quick like this is what i looked at and i almost cried so i i had kind of forgot like how these were um, how these DLCs were. Look at this, man. Um, here is the Apocalypse DLC from Battlefield 1. This is the last one. Um, you get Passchendaele, Caporetto. This was a super fun map. Passchendaele was like one of the last maps, but it was like, dude, it was so immersive. Just mm -hmm. shitty, shitty World War One Mud, fire, dude. ash, yeah. like just a gritty Amazing. disaster of a map. I love, that's what I loved about Battlefield 1. It was like, Especially those DLCs. You're right. It was just gritty and dirty. You felt, you felt like you were in World War One in some instances, which is what made it great. It was very immersive. Battlefield yeah. has always been immersive until recently, and this so, this is a prime example. I continue continuing on to show you where we what we used to get content wise. The River Psalm. That's a new map. Oh, cool. We get three new maps. No, but wait. There's more. There's some aerial maps. You get Razor's Edge and London Calling. For those of you playing at home, that's five maps. Okay. Okay. And then you go down here, you get new melee weapons, six new firearms. All right. Not two remastered ones, six new firearms, new gadgets, new aircraft, and new stationary weapons, new game modes, new assignments, new specialization type, new unlocks. And that was one of the four dlcs damn that's what it used to be man it's like what a time such a 
fucking letdown, man. When you get a new season, it's like what a time. You used to look at these, and then you watch this trailer. It's like, yeah, the okay, so so ant. Okay, so so ant. Like all these old trailers. Yeah, look at this. Like these give you these trailers used to give you chills, man. You you'd be like, I need to play it now. Yeah. Yep. So that's where uh, that's where we're at now. Now you get one map, you get a weapon or two. <laughs> oh, a new battle pass, pretty cool. And uh, you get a reworked map that you know these maps were finished when they released. Yeah. Damn it, man! Throw, gonna throw some boxes and some bushes. The wine bottle and the meat cleaver melee weapons, dude. Oh, that Caporetto map had such cool lighting. I remember like the prize D to her and the Neville Knights, like the night maps in this game look so cool. Mm -hmm. Sometimes like the visibility was a little rough, but like just the feel and look of the game was like something else, man. Yeah. The, the visuals, the environment, even like the, the music was so good in battlefield one. Like there's, there's a specific menu song I still listen to today. Um, this is just great. And then <laughs> that's the 2042 music is like nails on a chalkboard. It's weird. It's weird. It is. It used to be right. good. He's back in the day. I don't know. Day. I don't know how I can make content to like try to r remind people that that's how crazy much more like that's the crazy amount of content we used to get. Like that's what it it's almost like you got to go through like a full like compare compare all of Battlefield one to 2042 or all the battlefield three or any any of those like take your pick of any battlefield game and compare it even even the even the playstation exclusives i think or console exclusives of the bad company series had more content than 2042 which is just wild yep just think about it's that true. for a second so 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 yeah guys i guess on that depressing note we just made everybody really sad yeah. the episode. <laughs> that's nice um yeah this will be up uh hopefully i can get it up tomorrow on the podcast platforms uh depending on how brutal my tooth fixing is oh god <laughs> um depending on how that goes um we'll get that out and then um it'll go up on the scope if you want an edited version i've just been leaving them up on this channel too so if you want to keep watching them here if you join late want to scroll back to the start you can watch it here um just been doing that and then um yeah thanks everyone for being here Really, 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 really appreciate it. Um, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, I feel like this is kind of therapeutic for Buff and I just to talk about video games. It's kind of fun. Uh, How good to, it used to be, especially. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of nice to hang out. And uh, the fact that people show up to uh, to watch is uh, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Ryan's having a good time. <laughs> All right, it. guys. Have a great... <laughs> yeah, on that note... Hour. Too good of a time. Yeah, thanks a yeah. lot, everyone. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll have a lot of new, uh, good stuff with the show next week because we have like blog posts, Battlefield stuff coming out this week. So next week should definitely be a really good show. Yep, it'll be fun. We'll have a lot of stuff. I'll try to check out Tarkov. I'll try to check out the the 2042 update, and we'll try to try to get stuff going on. Ryan, you need to relax, and we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>